0: That music uh, can indicate a lot of things. NFL on Fox. In this case, Major League Baseball on Fox. Darren McFarland, Chase McCabe here on this Tuesday morning. We're at Pete and Terry's Tavern right here. Next door to Bridgestone Arena tonight's the Predators and the Anaheim Ducks. I'll have pregame for you at 6 o'clock. Puck drop at 7 o'clock and everything heard right here on 102.5 The Game. He is fantastic at what he does. And he is on the line with us. Kevin Burkhart, who you can see doing NFL games. You can hear him doing NFL games. And he does a fantastic job with the pre and post for MLB on Fox. And Game 1 of the World Series is tonight. Kevin, how you doing? Thanks for joining us.
1: I'm doing well, fellas. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah. uh, I'll tell you what. This is – I'll tell a little story to you because I haven't had a chance to tell you. I went to – Denver in late June, early July, and I got to see the Rockies play two teams. I saw them play the Astros first, and then the Dodgers. And I came back, and I got on this radio show, and I said, "Guys, I've got it all figured out. They don't even need to play anymore. It's going to be the Astros and the Dodgers in the World Series. It's done. <laughs> There's no reason to play any more games. Done deal." Well, obviously, I got half of it right. Uh, I was, I, I was, I whiffed on the Dodgers, but. This Astros team, up close and personal, was a pretty impressive unit, and they get even more impressive with the guy on the hill tonight, and Garrett Cole. I mean, when is the last time they lost a damn game when he pitched?
1: May May twenty second. I mean, you think about think about how insane that is. That you know, you're, you're on the mound all those times. Was it twenty five starts now? Um, it's an, it's incredible what he is doing listen i i would have agreed with you 100 percent. i mean I, I think that's the only surprise you know I, I thought the i thought the astros yankees and dodgers were the best teams in the league and, and nobody else was was close um well give credit to the nationals i mean you know you look at them in the middle of the summer and they were kind of a rudderless ship and Davey martinez kind of you know even with his job on the line he kind of got them going and I think the one thing we all thought is with the Nationals, if they ever could kind of break the dam, you know, they never won a playoff series or a game and you know wild card game and with that pitching, if they ever could break the dam and just get get a win, they could be trouble. Well, that's what happened, right? I mean, they 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 got somehow got through the wild card and hater and the Brewers and then they just started to roll. Um and they're dangerous because of their starting pitching. So even though I think the Astros are better, uh listen, Washington may even have better starting pitching than Houston overall.
0: Isn't it crazy, Kevin? You heard us say we're right here at Bridgestone Arena tonight. We're here around a hockey game tonight in Nashville. And who knows, maybe the inspiration uh, for the Nationals will be what uh, a team right there in their city did a couple years ago, right? Because they both had the same track record, right? Uh, both were known for their playoff woes and their playoff failures and not being able to knock down that door good teams, but just could never finish when it counted. The Capitals did it two years ago. Maybe this is the time for the Nationals to break through.
1: I think I think it's a great call. The difference is that the Capitals still had Ovechkin and the Nationals <laughs> don't have Bryce Harper anymore. I, I think that's yeah. what's amazing to yeah. me is that you, you lose a $300 million player and it's almost freed them. Now look, they still have great players and maybe players who are better than him in Anthony Rendon and Juan Soto, but it it still is a fascinating story, isn't it? The fact that you lose a guy who was widely considered one of the best in the game, certainly the face of the franchise, and then you go to the World Series, it's, it's amazing.
0: It is. And so I want to talk to you about the layoff. And the Nationals took care of business. They did what you're supposed to do, right? And they did it in unbelievable fashion, just taking care of the Cardinals quick. And I don't know anybody saw that coming. And so they had to sit and wait and it's finally here and we've ha- we've seen teams sit and wait and they've tried to do things like scrimmage or you know all kinds of things to try to get ready as they've been sitting there idle waiting for their next opponent. You don't have a break like this in a long baseball season. So how do you think that'll affect the Nationals or will it in your opinion?
1: Well I'm not smart enough to know so I ask the guys that I work with since they all played and they all played in the <laughs> postseason um, and they all seem to agree that It'll definitely help their pitching, you know, especially because the Nationals are using starters and relief every single game. So the fact that they get a six day rest, the pitchers will throw side sessions, and they'll be fine. They'll be re- they'll be good. The hitting is a big problem, um, and we've seen that before in the World Series. Most recent in memory is the Detroit Tigers. Uh, the hitting is a, that's a long layoff as a hitter, and you can take all the hacks in the cage you want, but when you're off for a week. And then your first assignment is Garrett Cole. (laughs) I mean, that's just, I I think it's going to affect him at least tonight. I I just, I'd be shocked if they came out of the gate tonight hitting, especially against the way Cole is there. And Cole had maybe his most hittable outing his last time out. He did not have great command against the Yankees, but he still gutted it out and threw a shutout because he's that good. And, And he, last two innings of that performance, he locked it in and it was great. So, I think tonight the Nationals are really going to have a hard time just kind of getting back in the swing. It's a long time to be a layoff to have that layoff for an offensive player.
0: Yeah, good point. Kevin Burkhart on the line with us, MLB on Fox. Make sure you watch their pregame and postgame coverage. It's fantastic. So speaking of uh, that esteemed panel you get to work with, they've been there, done it. They've been on the big stages. This is the biggest stage in their sport. The Astros went through this. Most of that roster has been through this. The Nationals have not. In their opinion, when you talk to them, how do you adjust as a player when you know that this is the grandest stage in your sport, and that is different? Uh, You know, There's not going to be any more brighter lights or bigger stage than this one. How do you think the Nationals, how do they think the Nationals will handle that?
1: Yeah, well, I do agree with you, but I will say this. I think, well, the Astros, as we know, they've already been there, and they're as battle-tested as anybody. That that showed this last series against the Yankees. Um, I think the Nationals, even though it is a new stage and it's totally different, I, I, I think they're free. You know, I, I just think they're playing free. They, they have absolutely nothing to lose. Their manager was about to get fired in June. Um, and, and, you know, so many things were going wrong for them. And now that they finally broke through and got that first playoff win, and you know you saw what happened. They steamrolled the Cardinals. And I, I just think, that, I think they'll play that way. I really do. I don't think they have any reason to play tight. I think the, the reason to play tight was the wild card game or the NLDS against the Dodgers. Once they got through that, I mean, the pressure, no one expected them to do this. So I don't think it'll be the same for them. I think the interesting thing will be, the very first inning for Max Scherzer tonight, you know, uh, I, I love Max. He is the ultimate competitor. He actually worked with us one postseason, but he does get amped up and sometimes too amped up. And I think if you're ever going to get to him, the first inning may be one to watch. You know, he will lock in and settle in after that, but sometimes he gets a little too over amped in that first inning and, and the, you know, the energy that that desk there that he has. I think if it's ever going to affect him, it, it would be then.
2: Kevin Burkhardt, MLB on Fox here with us on Darren Donick and Chase. And looking at this Nationals lineup, you mentioned earlier Bryce Harper. He's not there anymore. He goes to the Phillies. But I, I look at Anthony Rendon, and I, I don't think he gets enough respect in this league because this guy is one of the best hitters in, in baseball right now.
1: He only doesn't get enough respect because he doesn't talk. You know, he is he, 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 he not like <laughs> – he, he's, and that's the truth. He's not a media guy. He's never been, he's always been a, a quiet kid. He never liked doing interviews and he's not a self promoter. So, you know, when you combine all that and, and yeah, you're not, you're not going to get people to overly gush about you. Um, but listen, I, I think, I think the middle of that order, and I agree, Chase. I mean, I think the middle of the order with, with, you're talking about Rendon who, had 44 doubles this year and 126 RBIs. I mean, he slugged He slugged almost 600. I, he, he's an incredible player, and he's a great fielder to boot. Um, and Soto is just a freak. He is. An, he is. He is so skilled as a hitter at his age. Um, it's just a really hard one-two punch in the middle of the order. Um, I, I think Rendon is is maybe better than Harper. But you're right. They, they, he does not get the recognition. A, he was always second fiddle to Harper, and B, he's just quiet. He never does any of the media stuff, so no one knows who he is. He actually likes it that way. So, But I'm with you. And, and you know what? I think America is going to get to see him this week.
0: Kevin, we had Kirk Casale in studio with us, Chase and I. Last week, he's the Reds catcher, played at Vanderbilt, Nashville, Guy, uh, sure. love him, and we brought up Anthony Rendon, and I, I think yeah. me and Chase could have left the room and went down the hall, cooked lunch, <laughs> and just hung up. I mean, he just would—he just was gushing about yeah. Anthony Rendon. It was—it was pretty impressive. Obviously, the Reds and Nationals—they see each other a lot, and so he—he he had to, and he's a catcher, so he—he he just could not stop talking about how good this guy is.
1: He sets an example for them, and I think when. Look, I think when Harper was there, it's a different clubhouse, right? So, you know, when when he leaves, and look, I'm not trying to throw shade on Bryce Harper. It's just, you know, I'm not saying it's, you know, but, but it is different, right? It's just like anything else. Um, you know, it's like when, you know, when Jeter leaves the Yankees, the room's going to be different, you know? And so I think Rendon is just kind of led by example. Scherzer is the guy that kind of grabs and leads from the pitching perspective. Um, and I think guys really appreciate that from him.
2: Yeah, I, I am curious because I asked Kurt about this You know, with the Nationals that did, they almost, did it almost help them for Bryce to leave? And nothing against Bryce, but when you have a team like the Nationals that doesn't get a lot of notoriety, but they do because of one guy and a superstar, I think the rest kind of get overlooked, like I was saying about Rendon. So I'm wondering if that's kind of helped them a little bit to come, to come together that now the superstar and Bryce Harper is gone and they have to play more as a team.
1: Yeah, it could be. You know, I, I think Chase. It, it was just different. And I think you know, for you know, look. I think if Bryce was there, could they be here? Absolutely, they could. Sure. It just happened to be that they they couldn't get past that that hump with them. You know, and I, um, you know, I I guess I guess the real answer here is the fact that the Nationals made the right call not resigning him. I mean, that, that's really what it comes down to. You know, I mean, you know, they, they were debating on it. I mean, they offered him a contract, and then he obviously took a lot more money to sign with Philadelphia. And so what that says to me is it's going to be fascinating to see whether they sign Rendon. It's the same exact spot with the same agent in Scott Boris. And if they didn't pay that to Bryce Harper, it's not going to be $300 million, I don't think. But it's going to be a lot of money to keep Anthony Rendon. So what are they going to do this time around?
2: Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, another guy for the Nationals that, you know, I think you have to cheer for because he's been there, I guess, since they got to Washington is Ryan Zimmerman. Uh, their first baseman. How cool of a story is this for him to be able to play in the World Series?
1: Yeah, I, I think that is a great call. I mean, he's the Nationals, you know, fourth overall pick in 05. Essentially, he's the first guy, right? I mean, he, he is the yeah. original. He's the original National, and he is he is as good as a guy as I've covered in the game. I mean, I've known him for a long time when I was working for the Mets, and and um, he he's gone through a lot. You know, he's gone through a lot of injuries. You know, he was a a, a really a Gold Glove third baseman and he was a gold glove third baseman and then he had all kinds of shoulder and arm injuries and just couldn't throw anymore so you know going through that and watching him go through that and talking to about that and then moving to different positions and you know all the injuries he's dealt with you know I I'm just so happy for him you know he and I and I think he's made a difference I mean I think you know he's one of those guys too he's he's, you know he's not a he's not a rah-rah guy he's just a quiet get your job done guy but he is he is well, well-respected. I, I mean, guys really look up to him. And you know what? He's had some big hits in this postseason. You know, he had a good series against the Dodgers, had a home run in that series. He's hit well here, and he's led by example. Um, he, 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 look, put it this way. If you have no dog in the fight tonight, if you that's a guy to root for, uh, Ryan Zimmerman.
2: Yeah, you bring up the Mets. Uh, does Carlos Beltran actually have a shot at being the manager?
1: From what I hear, he does. Um, and I think he'd be great, and the crazy thing is he, he has no he doesn't have to be a manager he's got a ton of money. he is so set up um, in, in life for what he whatever he wants to do, but he's a baseball junkie and he loves it and he can't get away from it. he's done so many things with you know baseball uh, back where he's from in Puerto Rico he's built schools he's, he's done a lot and he just loves the game. so I know he desperately wants it. I know the Mets are interested I think he'd be great. I just don't know if they're gonna hire a first year guy. Um but I you know, I'll tell you what, I know he's never managed I don't consider him a first year guy. I don't know that I've talked to people, you know, I, I, I've never heard anything bad about him. I've never heard one yeah. bad thing about him. He's so utterly well respected. Um you know, I think the fact that because of his status, because of who he is, because he's bilingual, I think I think that really helps with the players and with the young players. Um, I think he'd be great. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on him. I know they've interviewed like a million people for that gig. Uh, but uh, you know what, Chase? I think he'd be really good. And, and I know he's still got a chance.
2: All right, Kevin, before we let you go, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to, after the World Series, go to your bosses at Fox, Week 16, Saints-Titans in Nashville. You need to do that game. We need to get you to Nashville. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we have uh, we have a long over long overdue beers on the line. I I don't yes. I don't know week 16. I have no concept of where we'll be that week. But I mean that's a possibility. The Saints are really good. I don't, you know, the, your yeah. Titans are are having a hard time. But it's possible. It's a possibility. <laughs> I will put it in, into the mix. Like All I have right. any say in it, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun. Kevin, really enjoy the visit. Thanks for doing this and uh, enjoy covering the World Series. Should be a lot of fun.
1: All right, guys. Thanks. Enjoy the hockey tonight. We'll
0: see you. All right. Appreciate Thanks, it. Kevin. That is Kevin Burkhart does NFL games, and tonight it will be MLB on Fox. Game 1, World Series, Astros and Nationals, Max Scherzer versus Garrett Cole. You can also hear that. Game 1 on 94.9, Game 2. That is going to be your home for the World Series. So, Game 1 tonight on 94.9, Game 2. Tomorrow night, Game 2 on 94.9 Game 2, and then uh, the series shifts. So yep. it'll be Friday for Game 3, Sunday Game 4, and then, you know, so forth and so on. But uh, if Sunday, it'll be on uh, 102.5 The Game on Sunday. So yep. Game 4 on Sunday on 102.5 The Game. But remember, Game 1 tonight, 94.9 Game 2 is where you can hear it. All right, we'll come back. More of Darren, Donick, and Chase next on ESPN 102.5 The Game.